Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name is Ray Heron. Great to have you along. If this is the first of our podcasts you have listened to, please do go back and listen to the back catalogue. It is summer, um, and so we are living vicariously through a bunch of our, um, our, our contacts, people that we've heard have been doing riding. So we'll be catching up with another real Kiwi rider this episode. But I want to remind you, Kiwi Rider magazine, absolutely free, and a new magazine out twice a month. You're not going to find it on the shelves at your local supermarket. Uh, where you need to go is to kiwirider.co.nz. That's the website. Fill out the little form for a subscription and you'll get that magazine absolutely free twice a month in your inbox. You can read it online or you can download it as a PDF. And there's always over 150 pages of top well, top-notch motorcycling content. Uh, only brought down by the fact that sometimes there's a story from me in there and that's just a bit average. <laughs> so go to kiwirider.co.nz. My content, all of my stuff goes up at motonz.com. That's the website. And we do a weekly video on YouTube. Search MotoNZ for the YouTube channel. Right, without further ado, catching up this week with somebody we've spoken to on the podcast before. Of course, I'm incapacitated to a certain extent. I can't get a leg over a motorcycle, so I'm living vicariously through other people. And one man who's been doing a lot of riding on his BMW, it is one Paul Kane hailing from the Carpety Coast. G'day, Paul. Hello. Hey, thanks I, very I was going to say, I, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm always scared to ask you how you are. <laughs> I I have been better, but also I am improving every That's day. Amazing. Every day is a step forward. Sometimes as half a step forward, but it's always in the forward progression. Brilliant! I'm um, delighted to hear that. I'm not over a motorcycle yet, but I'm itching. Yes, absolutely itching to get over a motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, right. You mm-hmm. now you're on a R1250 GSA. Yes. No, tw- 50 or f- 1,200? No, sorry, 1,200. R1200 um, GSA. Uh, 2018, the last of the 1,200s, yes. Uh, you quite often go solo. You ride pretty much every day. You and mm-hmm. the missus go on big road trips. And mm-hmm. over summer, you have been on a road trip. Sans missus. Sans missus. I, 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 did, I did a few days away with a few mates. And then shortly after that, I was in a trip that was in the car. But part of the purpose of the car trip was to check out roads that I'm going to do with my mates sans missus. Right. So, mm. Okay, well this road trip, talk us through it. Oh gosh. Uh, well, I do a bit of motor camping with, with uh, I guess, a, a few guys and we were looking we normally go away for one night and that kind of limits the range that you can comfortably do where you go one day, come back the next. So you got a radius of about three to 500 kilometres around. Something Wellington. like that. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So we, we we wanted to extend things out and there was a bit of good weather and white tangy day was coming up and it fitted in and, and at very short notice we decided actually we can make this work and get away for a couple of nights. Um, so we left, uh, this has been Sunday before white tangy. Uh, so there's three of us, two guys on 1250 GSAs, me and my lowly 1200 GSA. So we left home and we headed up Wanganui Way. And that's not the most exciting of roads to get there at any kind of speed. Long the most ex- State Highway, wonderful. Yeah, it is a bit. It is a bit. The most exciting bit about that is that I got through bulls for the first time in a long time without being pulled over by the cops. So I, I was quite pleased about that. There's a backstory there. If you want to get into it, that's <laughs> fine. Um, 
And when we got to Wanganui, we were intending just to go straight up Paraparas, but we thought, well, we'll take the river road. We haven't been that way for a while. So for your listeners who are not familiar, this is a, a road that sort of runs a bit more closely to the Wanganui River. Is this, you hang a right over the bridge at the bottom of Cemetery Circuit? Uh, yes. So you're, 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 you're heading out as if you're going to State Highway 4. So the first, if you're coming in from the bull side, you hang a right rather than heading across the bridge into the city and you, and you follow the river, the river would be on your left. And instead of keeping going and heading up State Highway 4, which brings you out at right of heat, uh, you hook a left about 15 minutes out of Wanganui, and that takes you on what they call the river road, which is mostly single track. Mostly there's no central lane divider. So it's real twisty, narrow, but actually a lot of good forward visibility. So if you're using the road width and you're taking advantage of that visibility, you can boogie along there at a, at a nice at a nice pace and really enjoy the curves, um, which we did. That got exciting at times because there'd been some really, really rough weather the couple of days before. So if folks remember the weekend before Waitangi, there was a lot of strong winds. So a lot of uh, trees and pieces of trees across the road, which we uh, managed to avoid all of those. Lots of big rocks. Nice thing about being on the bike and roads like that, you can quite easily thread your way through if there's a bit of a slip, whereas a car, it, I, actually, when I think about it, there's some of those stretches that would have been awkward enough to go past on a, certainly a regular car, a 4 before would have been would have been fine, but there, there was a couple of uh, interesting bits there. And you go through some cool little settlements. It's just a beautiful, beautiful road. And uh, it's a pretty good condition at the minute. Um, I've been on it when it's awful, but at the minute, uh, the river road is all good. It's all good. Um, that brings you up to Pipariki, and then you hook out sort of easterly direction. You come into Raitahi, and that's when the cops pulled me over to breathalyze me uh, in the middle of the day at that point. So to be fair, they were pulling over absolutely everybody that was going through the village. So those BMW riders, me. though, they, you got to you got to check them. I mean, they they're worse than Harley yeah, riders. Worth checking up on, absolutely. Then we, what did we do then? We went up towards uh, Tukano Turangi, uh, over to Kuratai, and took the Western Lake Road, which again, it's it's much more interesting than taking the, the state highway. So we wanted to get north because we were staying at Wairakai, uh, just north of Taupo City. And we had a campsite booked there for a couple of nights. And we wanted to if at all possible, avoid the, the main thoroughfare. So we took that western access road and then in around Tihoi, you cut across and it brings you over the top of the lake uh, past Kinloch. And um, even with the three of us with, you know, a fair idea of the roads and GPS and, and we still managed to have a few arguments about when to turn and what direction to turn. And we may have got it wrong once or twice, but that's... You know, we were getting ready for an adventure as opposed to actually having an adventure at this point. Is, so, is, is that kind of like an argument between Tom Tom Garmin and, um, and and Google? No, it was an argument between three guys who thought they knew better than the maps. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's yeah, but that's that's part to me. That's part of the fun of going that's away. Three middle aged white Quite possibly. <laughs> Who, who might possibly be very, very convinced that they were 
right yeah yeah and, uh, they, I, and I, will, I guarantee I you they were that. all right oh absolutely absolutely uh my father will never be dead because uh once you get into uh, a discussion like that yeah so that set up for some interesting conversations that evening over our our, our campfire dinner well not fire but camp stove dinner so that was night um just a shout out for that campsite actually it was it is it, quite nice so uh, Wairakai Thermal Valley Campsite, I think is what they call it. This is at the back um, near the golf course and the big um, BP yeah. station. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the one. Um, nice folks to deal with. The, the Actually, the guy that, uh, so it's a guy and his partner that own and run the place. He was real interesting. He was, he was telling us he used to work for Suzuki race teams in the UK, well, Britain and the, the Irish road racing and the TT and stuff like that back in the day. Um, so he was real entertaining and he's also into sidecar combinations. So, uh, he, 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 he got, he actually got so distracted chatting to us about bikes on the first night that he forgot to turn the water supply off to his animal feeding troughs and managed to run out of water. So nobody in the campsite had water first thing in the morning because oh, no. we had this guy. Yeah. We felt bad about that for about three seconds. Um, <laughs> But he was, yeah, he was real good. He was real good. So it's, it's a nice campsite. It's basic, but you have everything you need. Um, it's reasonably priced. It's in a good location. And uh, you can you can have a, a breakfast there. You can have a beer there in the evening. You have a bit of a bar. We brought our own stuff. We were all quite self-contained. But you have that option if you're there, uh, which was quite good. The only, th- other, the only thing that might pitch some people off is that the access road is gravel, but it's two minutes and you're there. So and if you're very nervous of that, man up, go and do it. You'll be fine. Just just go slow and you'll be perfectly fine. Absolutely. Which is what I do. That's how I negotiate gravel because I have very, very limited gravel skills. So, uh, so then the next day we were, because we were a little bit further, we had a second night. Uh, we decided we would do something of a loop. So we headed across country again, avoiding the main roads. Headed out to Fakamaru Mankakino. There's some roads taking you up sort of Hamilton direction. And we were heading to Raglan. And we got, where did we stop? We stopped for a coffee. It's a little place south of Tiawamutu. I can't remember the name of the of the town now. But we stopped there. And one of the guys decided that he was quite keen to go and see Boyd's. Um, he hadn't been to Boyd's dealership at Hamilton. So that was not hard to persuade us to change our plans. So we nipped in there for an hour and looked at, they have a real big variety of bikes and there's a big gear store and something probably on a par with TSS in terms of uh, choice of, of gear and that sort, but they've, they've a little bit more space. So that always makes it easier whenever you have space to, to display stuff. But they have a lot of bike brands there under, under their roof. Um, and some real, some real interesting machines to look like. And I mean, even if you've no intention of buying, you, you know yourself, it's always cool to go and look at these things. We like a decent bike store. I, I, yeah, absolutely. I was busy, you know, so uh, that's good to get it. You, you get a good vibe of the place. And then we we headed out then to to Raglan, just on State Highway Twenty Three, which is a main thoroughfare. To a nice, it's a nice road. All the young, cool, beautiful people were in Raglan that weekend, it seems. So the three old 
farts uh, on their BMWs didn't look out of place or anything like that in our motorcycle gear, while all these, uh, say, young, beautiful people were going to the beach. But we got our coffee and we got our, our, our quick snack for lunch, and then we headed off to find some gravel. Which is kind of uncharacteristic for you because you don't yeah. tend to spend a lot of time on gravel. No, I don't. Uh, I'm happy to do it if we come on it. Uh, this was unusual because I I suggested the route and I specifically went looking for a bit of gravel. So I'm I'm yeah I I, I need to commit as far as that's concerned. So so we we went from Raglan to Kafia, and I think that's a road you've ridden. Yeah, well, like a few years ago we did the um, the Triumph Tiger Adventure Ride, ah, which is based okay. out of Raglan. So we ended up okay. going you know all over the show down past Prongia and um, yes and uh, where do we go? Ochrahonga, and then back up the coast and through uh, Orfedo, mm-hmm. um, Oparu, Kafia, and then back up the coast to Raglan. So there was mm-hmm. that, that 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 stretch from Kafia up the Raglan up to Raglan via the coast road. It was the nicest weather we had, and the sun was setting, and it was beautiful blue skies, and we had a shot a slight onshore breeze, and and it was actually just it was it was like golden. It was beautiful. Yeah. It's it's a it's a beautiful road. I was really pleased we went there. Um, I it's about two thirds of the road between Raglan and Cafe's Gravel. It, it's sealed when you leave Raglan and turn turn off the state highway. Um, what was nice from my perspective was it was good gravel. It was pretty well. It hadn't been recently graded and churned up, so it was predictable. Um, there was only one turn that we had to make, so. It's kind of hard to get lost. Um, although if we had tried harder, we possibly would have been able to do that. It was quite interesting because, you know, quite often you go on stretches of gravel and you know that there's a there's a bridge approaching because you've got a little bit of tarsi that they have just either side of the bridge. And I'm not saying that I always do this, but you get a little bit of tarsi and, you you know, you give it a wee bit of a squirt to take advantage of the extra grip. And... Um, there was one bridge which caught out two of us, which was quite interesting. I had a really decent couple of big holes right in the br- middle of the tar seal of the bridge. Um, so we got caught out a little bit by that, but that was okay. Um, but a really, really beautiful road down to Kafia. And then the road that I enjoyed the most the entire weekend is then from Cafe out to State Highway 39. I'm trying to remember the the number of, it is a state highway, but it doesn't feel like a state highway in terms of it's it's a relatively small road and it's real winding. Pretty sure that's State uh, Highway 31. Right. Uh, between uh, Cafe via T, I'm looking at Google Maps here, T, Tira Ua Mawa. Tira Ua Mawa. Okay. Um, so you you just butchered the rail name there for that township, and, and people will be hunting you down. But yeah, I'm trying. There you go. And then yeah. um, Tihiroa. Tihiroa, yeah. We come out of Tihiroa, so that would be that would be right enough. Yeah. I think I'm pretty um, sure I did that road as well, and that's it's it's in the. There's a bit of forest, and you you just lefty righty lefty righty up and oh, just, winding your way it, through. Uh, a lovely rhythm, and uh, it, it, I really, really enjoyed that. And um, it, to be quite honest, if we if we got to the end of that road, and you said the campsite was at the end of that road, I would have been I would have been just as happy to get off the bike and pop a beer and 
call it a day, but we we still a wee bit to go with that point. Um, so then we 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 basically took as far as you possibly can as sort of a, as a, absolutely avoiding the state highways, and again one or two reasonably robust decisions about which left and which right we should take to find our way across to uh, sort of uh, Mangakino direction again, um, trying to avoid those those state highways and barely a straight stretch of road the whole way over. It was it was really it was really quite a a, a lovely way to end the day. Um, and we got back, went into Taupo, picked up a couple of uh, kebabs, some beers, and spent uh, a very pleasant evening sitting uh, on on our backsides again at the campsite. So that was all good. Um, For a day trip, that's a fair hike. Taupo, it was uh, up the hmm. up the west, uh, Hamilton, Raglan, Kafia, and yeah. back. That's that's a that's a good loop. It was a good loop. 400k? Probably half an hour too long, uh, given that we'd we'd ridden a fair, you know, a reasonable distance the day before. Like, I I mean, there's people do the, you know, the 1,000Ks and the 1,600Ks in 24 hours and all the rest of it. But you don't jump on the bike and do that having not done any preparation. At least I don't think you should. You know, it's windy. There's a little bit of gravel, not huge amounts. Um, yeah, but but we were happy to take advantage of, of being away for the, the couple of nights. Uh, what was interesting there was the one of the chaps, I think I was chatting to you about this by text, uh, one of the chaps had put a Motoz Tractionator on the back of his 1250, which was great on the smaller, and the and, but on the state highway, we were waiting for us to really, really slow him down. Um, Slowed down, but it was interesting watching the back end of this bike wriggle and track and follow along every single undulation change on the road surface. So I didn't ride the bike with that tire, but just watching someone else with that tire, I would say if you do a lot of sealed mileage, uh, forget it. It's just exhausting. He 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 was he was doing an awful lot of correctity to maintain uh, something approaching his normal road pace. So. Uh, but that was grand, and the the, the lucky thing was, was it was love beautiful weather. It was mid twenties the whole time we're away. Uh, each of us had one sort of oh my goodness moment when you, you know there's always crazies on the road. Um, that happens. So somebody pulls out in front of you. Somebody jumps on the brakes. Uh, for me, it was a guy and bike track access point. So he he. He pulled out, and I think maybe so much gear and so many bikes wasn't. He just pulled right out in front of me. Uh, with those grants, I got to practice an emergency stop, but it wasn't practice; it was real. Um, he looked in his mirror, stuck his hand out, waved hazard lights, and within a k, had pulled over and looked very sheepish as I went past him. Uh, that, that's what happens when you do enough k's, I suppose. Um, well, it's, it's good that you um, had the practice with the emergency stopping, and and. Um and I'm glad that you came away uh, unscathed from the experience. Yes, not nearly as bad as I am, but uh, yes, I, I was I was happy enough. Um, so that yeah, that brought us home. Um, so it was a real, really, really good uh, couple of days. And then uh, I had a day at home, and then I promised to take my wife to a place called uh, Maracopa, 
which is further south on the west coast, so it's further south to Kafia. There's a there's a place out there uh, in the rock formations uh, along that beach and the cliffs and the reefs there. So she's a bit of a rock hound and she wanted to go and explore there. So you basically go out to Waitomo Caves and keep going. Uh, out the Teanga Road, I believe it's called, and you, you basically keep going. So we were out there, and I was quite happy to do that. I just mooch around on the beach. We were looking for and find lots of fun. Uh, basically, she looks for fossils, and I carry them back to the car. That's that's our specific roles. Um, <clears throat> little rocks, basically. And uh, we met another couple who were doing the same thing, and he also rides bikes. And it's funny how you come across these people. So we got to talking and I didn't realize that there's actually a road that goes from Maracopa down to Awakino. Um, so I said, oh, that's quite interesting. So we took that road the following day and that's mostly gravel. Uh, and again, really, really nice gravel countryside, um, much like what you were going through between Raglan and Kafia. Again, the last probably third of that is seed, but it's single track road, really windy, it's uphill, downhill. It's just spot on motorcycling country. There's some places you can go camping. It brings you then, you're out at uh, Awakino Mokai direction. So you can either go the Awakino Gorge Road or you can go down over Mount Messenger, down to New Plymouth. So we have our route or parts of our route for our next uh, two-night adventure. So even though I was in the car, uh, you've got to invest some time in these things and, and it's a bit of planning for the next trip. So hopefully before the weather turns, um, we'll get to do that again and I'll have even more things to annoy you about that. But maybe you'll be back in the bike yourself at that point. Hopefully. 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 Well, yeah, Paul, that- it sounds like you've had an epic adventure, and I think I think like I've done I've done full days and, and and multiple days on gravel, but I think mixing it up with a little bit of state highway, a little bit of twisty by the river, you've got um, some back roads there, you've checked out some some good cafes by the sounds of it. I think you've you've absolutely nailed the spirit of what is a motorcycle ride. I believe so, and there's more to do. That's that's always the joy of it for me. That no matter what what what, what makes up your brain, there's always a different mix that you can try at a later stage. Yeah. And everybody made it home safely in one piece. Everybody made it home safe in one piece and slept very very well. Yes. Outstanding. Paul, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your, your your summer riding with me. I really appreciate that. I'm looking forward to getting a leg over a bike, and when I do, I'll be dragging you out for a ride, whether that be up the coast or, or just over the room of Tuckers, I don't know, but I'm looking forward to um, to catching up with all the people that I haven't been riding with in so long. I would very much like to do that. It's good to hear from you, and I'm delighted to hear you're, you're on the mend again, and uh, yeah, kaha. And that about wraps up the show. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. If you like this podcast or you didn't, leave a comment. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review helps other people find it and share this podcast with a writing buddy of yours. The magazine, Kiwi Writer magazine, absolutely free and a new edition twice a month. Go to kiwiwriter.co.nz. It's nice and simple. My content, motonz.com is the website and uh, new new video every week at YouTube. Just search motonz. Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it. I've been Ray. This is Kiwi Writer Podcast. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on and we'll catch you 
in seven days' time.